Hello, hello, and welcome to the latest episode of the Yellow Card. Hi, Dipen. How are you? And let's start with the match that we have just witnessed. An absolutely amazing spectacle. Liverpool versus Manchester City at Anfield. The end result two two. What did you think of that? You think it's fair result? And we'll start off with basically. I think let's start off with the second half and what you thought of it because that's where all the action happened. Hey Chirag, what's up? Yeah, what a fantastic, fantastic game of football, especially the second half. Uh, in the first half, Liverpool were kind of uh, sleeping. You could say they were in kind of a slumber. And then come the second half, they woke up and the match just came alive. What a second half that was of that match! Absolutely fantastic. And in the end, yes, a very fair result. Although things could have been very different, there was a potential sending off uh, off Milner that could have happened, and a late goal from Fabinho that could also have happened. Which should have happened, but both of which should have happened. But then, yes, eventually, I think both teams would consider this result a very fair result. Well, since I'm a Liverpool supporter, I'm going to agree with you that it's a fair result. Having said that, knowing Manchester City, if Milner had been sent off, I think things would have been very, very different. And the truth is, deserved to be sent off for a second yellow. There's no question about it. I can. Argue about it as much as I want as a Liverpool fan, but the truth is he should have been sent off, and I think that would have actually been the telltale difference because there was a lot of time left, and where eleven versus ten, City versus Liverpool, you would have really had to fancy Manchester City. So that's one one place where I think we got really really lucky. Having said that, I do think that that City got a little lucky, but a good good defensive move by Rodri for to protect the Fabinho goal. And I also think that they got lucky with the deflection by Matip for De Bruyne's goal because Allison was in line to actually make that save from the De Bruyne's shot. But so yes, I mean, all in all, if you want to give it fair enough result, Pep Guardiola, an unfortunate recipient of a yellow card, but you could sense the rat, and 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 I think actually for good reason, the pain. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you could. Normally, when managers get so animated, it doesn't really come off really well. But I think, given all that the match was building up to be, that uh, cr- crucial moment of Milner not getting booked out that foul uh, really riled him up. And I-, I think any manager in that position would have been in a similar situation. Uh, but yeah, what a what a fantastic overall game of football and a, what a stunning, stunning goal from Mohamed Salah! Absolutely scintillating goal. I, I, I'm falling short of words to describe that. That was that. That was so amazing. Well, I'm going to copy the commentator's words that I saw because that there is no better way to describe it. The commentator described it, and I'm sorry, I'm forgetting the name of the commentator, but he described it as absolutely PlayStation football, and you can only do that with a joystick. And I think you can't really describe it better than than he did because it's true. What Mohamed Salah pulled out was an absolute Absolute rabbit out of the hat! It was crazy, a phenomenal goal, and I think that that that's really what what you know set the pace in terms of the two one. Uh, if you look at it, he actually had a very good assist for Mane's first goal. I think it, it, it for the first goal by Mane, and I think it was Mane's first touch in the Manchester City penalty box. So yeah, a, a scintillating game of football. 
बॉक्स टू बॉक्स एंड टू एंड एंड एक्चुअली यू नो टूड बी एनीथिंग राइन स्टर्निंग आल्सो कुड हैव हैड अ चांस एंड दैट वुड हैव बीन टू इंटरेस्टिंग टू हैव स्टर्निंग स्कोर अगेंस्ट लिवरपूल एट द कॉप एंड बिकॉज़ दैट वुड हैव जस्ट बीन एब्सोल्युटली क्रेजी इट वुड हैव सेंड द क्राउड इन अ इनटू अ फ्रेंडली एंड नॉट इन अ गुड वे लेट्स गो ऑन टू व्हाट दिस मींस फॉर बोथ द टीम्स मैनचेस्टर सिटी प्रोबेब्ली coming off a very difficult week and they've done re- reasonably well so to say especially in the premier league part of it they faced chelsea psg and liverpool away they won co- convincingly against chelsea things didn't go so well against psg but at liverpool now they showed some good metal after going down two goals and then coming back each time on the other side for liverpool uh, the making of habit of conceding goals after taking the lead it happened against brentford now here what's happening chirag yeah honestly not very happy with 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 the fact that liverpool couldn't contain them so they scored they went one up once then they conceded and uh, uh, i mean it 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 was fairly clear that i i foden it was a superb goal but i did expect him to score uh, the the defense wasn't really there opened up fairly easily for foden and again after the superb sala goal to go up to one and then again concede not really the best of you know days for liverpool last week also like you said they considered again they considered against brentford so having said that they did put in a very very strong performance against porto midway but i think the happier of the two managers would definitely be pep guardiola because he's actually beaten chelsea drawn against liverpool and remember he's drawn against liverpool at anfield so i think that that's again something which is very very important and i think they had done the same thing last season there was a 1-1 and there was a 4-1 and i forget which one was at anfield and which one was at uh, uh, the etihad but remember now they've got a 1-1 away it sets them up beautifully for whenever they, whenever liverpool visit city uh at the etihad so for for me the happier of the two managers has to be pep guardiola they will recover from that shocker at psg and there's no real shame i think in losing to uh, a, a team like psg and of course a goal that you know messi scored which was one to remember in midweek so klopp can say what he wants the the, the happier of the two managers has to be pep absolutely i think i agree because of the kind of week they've had coming off this uh, result a uh, 2-2 draw well fought well played uh, uh, definitely pep guardiola i think has his campaign under control the top four chirag now is chelsea liverpool manchester city and manchester united so chelsea despite the two losses coming up to this weekend against manchester city and then against juventus both 1-0 came out against southampton and uh, it was 1-1 at one point until Ward Prowse got sent off, and then uh, Chelsea stormed in and took the victory three-one. Eventually, I think they were the far better side, even uh, when it was eleven versus eleven. What did you make of that game? Absolutely, two late goals. Timo Werner finally on the score sheet. So good news if if for any Timo Werner fans, and definitely good news for Chelsea fans. I'm really, really hoping that you know Timo Werner settles down in this Chelsea side because. He's really, really good, and 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 it's taken him a season. And I'm, you know, I think if you're a Chelsea supporter, you'd give him that season. But if he can get into some kind of form alongside Lukaku, Chelsea are going to be very, very tough to beat. And I'm going to say it now, if I haven't said it in any of the earlier episodes, I'm not sure. For me, right now, the favourites are 
चेल्सी आई बी वेरी सरप्राइज इफ चेल्सी डोंट रोली गो ऑन नॉट ओनली टू चैलेंज सिटी बट दे इट्स फॉर देम टू स्लिप ऑफ इन माई व्यू नॉट फॉर सिटी और लिवरपूल टू विन दिस so i think that the the top four reflects exactly the way i would probably reflect it with the honest to be very very honest the only change i'm going to make is uh, uh, liverpool and city would swap the way they currently stand right now i think liverpool are in second i i while i'm i'm going to obviously root for liverpool to win the league the bottom line is it's going to end up chelsea 1 city 2 liverpool 3 and united 4 but it's good to see that they're now finally the top 4 is taking shape in the actual my definition of what the correct top 4 should be shall we say absolutely the prediction of the top 4 is taking shape uh, pretty fairly uh, as we expected and uh, yeah chelsea are going on from strength to strength timo werner surprisingly i just read the stat that he has had 16 disallowed goals i think that's more than he scored for chelsea that the goals have been disallowed and he had a goal disallowed even in this match as did lukaku uh, so yes plenty of uh, attacking threat from chelsea and they were playing quite a few of their so to say reserves or not the starting 11 so that is definitely a positive for them uh, let's move on then to manchester united chirag what is happening there why are manchester united not being able to put on consistent performances that's anyone's best guess because honestly they have a good team and uh, the addition of ronaldo is only added to that i think overall the additions of varane sancho and ronaldo have made this side look pretty good de gea is looking in good form this season there's no actual reason why they're doing badly they've come off a series of bad results ronaldo rested uh, most of the united fans not very elated about that but i don't really see that as being a bad thing to do Uh, having said that it's sad that you know the last couple of games what the last two or three games if you include the champions league they've not looked convincing even the champions league victory i think was a 94 to 95th minute winner by ronaldo if i'm not mistaken and and that's not really what you know united are supposed to be about against the so called slightly weaker sides and no disrespect to villarreal and obviously you know uh, Uh, from from a coaching standpoint villarreal again the the europa league champions and and you know they set themselves up to not get beat by united and they almost achieved that but for me if you're a united fan you really got to hope that your team can do better and it was really a piece of magic at the end by ronaldo to really see their side through to victory for me with cavani with ronaldo with with pogba that everyone always raves about with uh, Uh, Bruno Fernandes, you can't end up drawing these matches. They've got Sancho, then 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 Martial there. Rashford will come back soon. They've got a stellar lineup. Lingard's playing really really well. Please tell me why they can't beat the so-called lesser sides. They really should be up there. Yes, in terms of points right now, they are up there. They're just a couple of points off the pace. But for me, it's not been a good last ten days. If for Uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, and he's got work to do during the international break because otherwise, I wouldn't. I really, really wouldn't be surprised if he gets the sack debate. Oh, that yeah, <laughs> that might be a bit of a stretch. Him getting the sack, but yes, it's been a struggle ever since the initial Ronaldo euphoria uh, kind of settled down. After that, they've been on a real struggle. 
to say to win matches they've not really done that poorly but then again they are not really that convincing that they can be challenging for that top spot which we thought once the ronaldo deal happened that that injection would happen and that that could be possible but doesn't look likely and also very strange i mean uh, you mentioned that you know the manchester united fans were not happy that ronaldo was rested and even i would not be happy if ronaldo was rested from my team because you know you're going into an international break so there is a gap why take the onus on yourself of resting a player where you could easily transfer it to his national side and that would anyways mean that if ronaldo was tired or was not fit enough he would not play for his national side but still you would get the advantage of having him rested and come back eventually after the international break so that was quite strange from polygon asertion well i partly agree partly disagree having said that yeah i see where you're coming from so that's about the united and uh, that's about the manchester side you've spoken about liverpool uh, you know united so let, let's talk about the blue half of mercy side because uh, rafa being rafa drawn against united they're right up there still i think in the top 6 if i'm not mistaken they're right up there everton so he's doing a good job he's invested barely i think 1.7 million on dimar agre the rest have been free transfers in andros townsend and solomon rondon everton have richarlison and calvert lewin also injured so and and i think actually a couple of more players as well so they've done really well given that situation thus far what do you think of where everton could be headed they they have done well given the resources that they have and the new coach trying to get things right but uh, everton started similarly last season as well they were i think at this stage amongst the top 2 last season i i don't think they can continue this form but it's it's a good start and hopefully they can build from it with richardson calvert lewin coming back and you know actually have a more cohesive attacking side absolutely the pain now let's talk about two other london clubs and let's start with your club because last week the gunners they were they, they literally stormed spurs a 3-0 victory if i'm not mistaken and nuno had no idea what was happening because it was a poor performance by spurs gunners on point of emil smithro i think an assist and a goal saka looking good obama yang looking fresher than he's usually looked in the last year or so all things going right and then i think they've come to brighton if i'm not mistaken and ended up in a nil nil draw which by the way they could have actually ended up on the losing side as well so what are your thoughts on how arsenal are going yeah firstly yeah fantastic uh, match against tottenham firstly so that capped off a, a good run of three games with with uh, good comfortable victories Tot- against tottenham it being the most comfortable i mean they almost closed out the match in the first 35 minutes of that uh, game so it was it was a fiery start and just just the kind of performance that arsenal needed at that point and then coming to brighton i think it wasn't the best of games it wasn't the best of games for uh, from arsenal and they really struggled there were the, even the conditions were a little bit difficult but then it was the same for both the sides and uh, even brighton though they had the better of the chances they also seem to struggle to you know pose a good threat to the goal there were a couple of good saves from ramsdale and they, that kept the arsenal in the game arsenal also had a couple of chances but overall nil uh, nil would have been a fair result to that and arsenal 
although might be disappointed in isolation with that game the overall the last four games uh, getting three wins and a draw might not be the worst after the kind of start they had absolutely agree with you the pain and on the flip side spurs mixed fortunes first three wins then i think three losses on the bounce and uh, now today they've come back with a 2-1 victory so it's all topsy turvy if you're a spurs fan and having said that it's still reasonably topsy turvy if you're an arsenal fan as well so it remains to be seen about how the fortunes of of these two london clubs actually go as the season goes along as well as the fortunes of both these clubs managers so it's 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 going to be fairly interesting whichever whichever side of london you stay and of course if you're a chelsea fan then yes a lot to look forward to but uh, uh, for arsenal and spurs fans not not much to say another thing i'd like to say is brighton six going into the second international break not looking bad for graham potter's side they are really really relentless in their approach and i think the results have shown that they are willing to work hard never give up and uh, it it it's it's showing in their side's performances and reflecting on the table i don't think they're going to they're going to be able to sustain this over a long period of time but graham potter has actually shown his managerial prowess by keeping them right up there yeah absolutely a fantastic start for them even last season they were playing some good football but in it was the final third that was the stumbling block where they couldn't close out their attacks they couldn't score goals and this season they started off much better in those terms as well so it'll be interesting to see how long they can keep keep this up but definitely a good start for them as so for a good start also for brentford they they are at 7th currently and they're troubling not only the mid table sides or they're troubling even the likes of liverpool so they they're definitely putting in performances time after time and showing that you know they they can compete at this highest level oh absolutely the pain brentford actually closed out the top 7 which says a lot their debut game in the premier league i think they beat arsenal tunnel they they troubled liverpool last week and it ended up in a 3-3 draw and that's just amazing when you're talking about the 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 people in the top 4 getting troubled by brentford and i think today they scored an injury time winner and uh, you know keep up the good work and it, it, it's really really shocking but if you are a brentford fan an amazing amazing story because first of all they made it to the premier league and right now they're showing no signs of slowing down the pain absolutely and a win against uh, today a win against west ham united who are themselves on quite a roll so it's it's a commendable start from brentford and definitely definitely the surprise of the season absolutely the pain absolutely and before we close out this episode and we end tonight i'm going to ask you one thing what for the sack the manager and the rumor mill suggests that claudio ranieri is going to take over the thing the man what are the odds that he leads what for to the <laughs> premier league title this season remember when he led leicester to the title they were 5000 to one odds and everybody bet against him are you also going to bet against him or are you going to favor him <laughs> i think it might be a stretch to say that ranieri can lead watford to the title but definitely it's the kind of manager i mean if you were to bet money on someone it would have to be the likes of him that you would have to bet on to pull off uh, something like that but it's still a far stretch uh, watford are not gun shy with their managers i think they they've fired i think 13 managers in the last 10 years so uh, 
quite a chop and change kind of a strategy they don't give much leeway to their managers uh, but yes they i think they're not they they started off pretty okayish they could have been better but there is still a lot to do with that team and i think ranieri's first job would be to keep them in the premier league for next season absolutely and you're right about one thing they they chop and change the managers regularly so they're definitely not gun shy but one thing's for sure it will definitely be a pleasure to have the tinkerman in the premier league for another season or so well at least this season hopefully and and you know it, it, it's just such an amazing premier league you have pep you have ole you have tuchel you have klopp you have bielsa you may have the tinkerman I mean, wow! Just look at the kind of pedigree of coaches. It's just amazing to be part of this league, and I'm one for one hoping that next week when we have this episode, I'm going to say, "Tinkerman, welcome to the Premier League." And at, on that note, Dipen, I think we can shut out the episode for tonight. It's been an absolute pleasure because it was an absolute top smacker the Liverpool City match, and we'll leave it at that. Good night everyone thank you for watching it's been an absolute pleasure cheers good night and cheers